This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Circuit of Success, and thank you for joining me. You know, it's been said that success comes to those who wait, but I believe the opposite. I believe that it's earned with the right attitude, a great belief system, and action every single day. When you mix that in with faith, courage, discipline, and most importantly, a vision, that's when greatness happens. Now let's dive right in to this week's guest. Welcome to the Circuit of Success Money Edition, and I am sitting here today with a good friend, a wealth management advisor, managing director of Visionary Wealth Advisor, Chad Opal. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me, Brett. Absolutely. It's great to have you in here, man. I mean, I was thinking, um, you know, one of the values of our firm is community, and I know you and I both um, really think about the community and why it's so important, obviously for business, but just more importantly for that, uh, just to give back, right? We're, we're very blessed. I heard one time a saying that somebody said is, when you take a living from a community, you must give back to the community. So I couldn't think of a better person than you uh, and the work that you've done over the last, gosh, what's it been, seven, eight, nine years for uh, for Edwardsville Neighbors in Need? Yeah, number eight. Eight number years. Eight. So it seems like yesterday you and Kathy, your wife, started that. And so I just wanted to chat today about the importance of community um, and why it's important to you and what got you and your wife involved. I mean, if you want to take us back to the start of Edwardsville Neighbors in Need, the wonderful charity that you and your wife created. And uh, why don't you bring us up to speed on what's going on there, but more importantly, why you guys created that. Yeah, well, I love talking about Edwardsville Neighbors in Need. It's, it's something near and dear to my heart. Back in 2009, my stepfather, Greg Seibert, healthy guy, 49 years old, took care of himself, you know, did everything right he needed to do. And uh, just a rare spinal stroke. He's sitting in a, sitting in a tree stand, it's actually right around this time of year, a little after January, and all of a sudden he had a little tweak in his back, and he just thought, oh, I pinched a nerve, or I, you know, I've been sitting here too long, so he shimmies down the tree, and by the time he gets to the bottom, he has lost complete feeling from his chest down to his toes. Oh. Uh, he actually, I lied, he had feeling, but he couldn't, he had no movement, and you know, you start to just, everything starts to go through your mind, like, oh, geez, what the heck's going on? Well... We uh, luckily he had cell phone service. We were able to call, get him EMT'd out of there. And uh, a couple days go by, he still didn't get any movement. And next thing you know, we found out that it was a rare spinal stroke that caused paralysis. And here as a family, we're looking around, going, "What can we do to help him? We can't help him walk again. We can't help with a, you know, with this medical procedure or anything like that." So my wife and I and the rest of our family were sitting around, and we said. Well, let's, let's raise some money. Let's help him, you know, let's help take a little bit of the financial burden off of him as he probably is not going to go back to work. That was still uncertain, but he probably won't go back, go back to work. He's going to need to be in a wheelchair. We're going to have to put a ramp on his house. We're going to have to remodel the bathrooms or at least help him do that. Again, added cost that, you know, and they were doing everything right financially, but that this unexpected blow sends most people into a tailspin and we didn't right. want that to happen. So my wife and I and the rest of our family threw together our first taste of Edwardsville and just had a wonderful event. I, we couldn't believe the support of the community. It was unbelievable with the businesses, the restaurants, and everybody that just came out and supported us that night. And we raised a ton of money and we saw the immediate impact that it was able to provide for my mom and my stepdad. So that was 
kind of the that was actually just a benefit to go to the Greg Seibert Foundation. We had no thought process around starting and forming a charity. But through the love and the support of the community and through conversations with folks like you and the work that you guys were doing, uh, my wife and I said, why would we not continue to do this? Uh, we were blown away over the next 12 months. People in the community would say, hey, who are we helping next time? Or, hey, when's the next fundraiser? We had so much fun and it was such a great cause. So my wife and I, uh, 12 months later, officially created Edwardsville Neighbors in Need. And since then, uh, we've continued to do the Taste of Edwardsville. We also do a 5K turkey trot on Thanksgiving morning that's grown exponentially. And uh, since that time frame, we've now helped 100 families like my stepdad and mom wow. to the tune of over half a million dollars back in our community. Wow. Well, hats off to you and Kathy and, and your board and, and the entire community. Because Thank you. I know you feel that way, that without the community, you couldn't do it. And I think that's, again, that's the whole point of us talking today is it's about the community and, and people driving down the road, listening to the podcast, and they think about, you know, gosh, I want to do more, right? I want to give back. I want to... I want to be involved. And so whether it's whether it's Edwardsville Neighbors in Need, whether it's Swing for Hope, but I also hope to inspire people today just after listening to you talk that they go out and start their own charity, right, and give back. Like you said, something was unfortunate event was thrown on your lap, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of us, we get bad news, right, and we can, just, we can deal with it, um, but not everybody just goes and now starts a charity, helps 100 families, and <laughs> raises a half a million bucks. That's a big deal. So, so what, what do you think that was? I mean, was it just the feeling? What, what, what was the main reason you said, you know what, we got to let this keep going? Honestly, it was just the, the support of the community when they were able to give money to us, just not even knowing exactly what we were doing and what it was about. But they just said, somebody is down and, and they need some help. And, and we're doing fine, and we want to help support that cause. I think the generosity of the community inspired us to say, there, there's a bigger cause out there. We need to continue to fundraise. Yeah. And really, our, our first or our second taste of Edwardsville, we didn't even have any recipients. We didn't even have any new families that were nominated, but we still did it, knowing we needed to raise money because unfortunately, tragedies are always right. going to happen, right? People, people. And we wanted to help raise the money so that way when things do happen. We have the money and we can step right in and help them not go through that tragedy and, or at least help them bridge the gap. So if I'm driving down the road and I say, Hey, this is great. I want to start my own charity. What, what's the steps? What do I need to do? It's a great question. I think it, it first, it starts off with, you have to have that vision. You have to kind of know what's that mission. What's the purpose of this? And then you have to find phenomenal people that'll, that you can surround yourself with that'll help you with that. We were so fortunate we had a couple of folks right away step up and fell in love with our mission and helped us through that time frame. Uh, matter of fact, so our board right now consists of 10 people, and it's changed a little bit throughout the years, but five of those board members are original to the organization. So we have five members that have, that have been with us for coming on nine years now. So it just shows you find the right people right. that latch on to, to the mission, you're going to go a long way. Um, and then I would say connect with other folks that have formed or started a charity and just pick their brain. What do you need to do? Obviously, the, the biggest piece of any charity is fundraising. You have to be able to go out and, uh, and find the right type of people to help support the cause. And 
And again, it's about whatever that mission is, trying to find people that will surround to to support you in that mission. Yeah. And then also you got to go out and you got to do all the paperwork and the legal side of that, right? And you got to yep. start the 501c3. Yep. So walk us through that process. What's that like? So fortunately for us, uh, my wife, Kathy, <laughs> she was actually in law school and uh, at this time. And it was, it was, I think, her first real project that she worked on. So she prepped all the paperwork and filed it all. Um, so it was, it was nice on our end. We didn't have any expense, and she got to do it while she was in law school. But, uh, you know, connect up with a, with a great uh, attorney in town, form that relationship. Um, there are at- attorneys that specialize in that type of work, and they can get, get you get the right paperwork filed and help you get that created. Yeah, so I, and I recall doing that with the attorney as well. And so it is. It's, it's a process, but it's, it's a process well worth uh, the time that it takes and, and the little cost that it takes as well. So, so how do people get involved when you think of your charity specifically, what do people need to do that want to get involved? They want to show up to an event. They want to, uh, help out on the board. I mean, what can they do to get involved? The first thing, uh, specifically at Edwardsville neighbors in need, if you go to our website, which is www.edwardsvilleneighborsinneed.org, um, on the website there, we drive every, everything through our website. There's a place you can fill in. Just give us your email. You'll you'll sign up. You'll stay connected with us via our newsletter, and we don't blow you up. It's one or two, couple of emails a year, yep. but that's the best way to to um, stay in the loop of the events that we have coming up. Our website has quite a few of the families that we've helped. A little bit of the story. Now we don't go into a lot of detail financially of what we did, um, but you know, get you get to see what's what. Who are some of these people that we've helped, and what are their stories, and some of the areas that we've been able to help in, as far as paying bills and mortgages, and helping them get back and forth to the hospital and such. Drive through our Facebook, send us a message, let us know that you either are interested in the events, or from volunteering standpoint, or we have uh, business partnerships where local businesses can stay involved and and partner with us throughout the year uh or lastly they just you know you want to volunteer or or be a part of the organization where you know most charities are not going to turn down great people that want to support the cause for sure yeah like no we get too many great people helping right (laughs) exactly yeah so um i mean i I do think i mean obviously the taste the 5k you guys are doing amazing things and, and bringing great awareness and and so who who exactly are you helping so if i'm somebody out there that it's like, man, I need some help. I'm in the Edwardsville area. What What are you looking for? Who are you looking to help? Yeah, great question. So our mission is to help uh, families or individuals that are going through a medical or an emergency crisis. And we have two major criteria. One, they have to live within District 7. So that's Edwardsville, Glen Carbon, Hamill, Warden, that type of area. And the second one is it has to be you have, you have to have had a medical or emergency crisis in the last 18 months. So there's no income requirement. You don't have to be low income or I mean, it could be any way across the board. We're trying to, we have, our mission is really twofold. We want to help people bridge that gap financially. That's obviously the biggest piece. We want to help them. We step in, we'll help pay a mortgage payment, whatever. We want to help, again, get them through the, those three months as they're going through this treatment or this change in their life. And the second thing, which I believe is the, one of the most important is just remind them that, that there's an organization or that their community is here to support them as they're going through probably the most tragic thing they've ever had to go through in their life. Right. And they're not alone in this. And it's amazing. We actually just had, uh, we started two years ago doing a Christmas party for all of our families that we've assisted or been a part of in the last eight years. 
and we just did a Christmas brunch at the Manny Jackson Center in Edwardsville, and it is awesome that we can stay connected to these folks, and we get, I got so many hugs that day, and we've been able to see some of these families and some of these kids that have gone through cancer and all these different things, and we've, seen, we've been able to see them grow, right. and they literally have become part of our family. One of the families said, oh, you know, you don't need to do this. We're in great shape. Like, you don't need to do this. And well, you're a part of our family. We're not going to we're not going to turn you off. We want to stay connected with you. And we want to stay close to you because we love about you and we care. We care about you. Yeah. Well, I think it's to pay it forward, too. Right. I mean, hopefully they stay long and healthy and become part of that. And then they can absolutely the torch on to the next generation. Right. What well, I always tell every family that we help. I mean, you never know when. It, it could be my family again next. It could be me. Yeah. I could I could fall off my roof putting up Christmas lights, right? right? I wouldn't I, recommend I, you doing that. But no, yes. absolutely. <laughs> but no, and it, it, you know we always you have these scares, right? Your kids go to the doctor. You never know. We're only one doctor visit away from something bad happening, right. and uh, we just want to be there and we want to help everybody we as much as we can. Yep. Well, you guys are doing amazing work, Chad, so keep it up, man, and, and we're happy to be a part of it and uh, proud of you and, and Kathy and what you guys are doing. So, I appreciate um, it. Again, I think just the importance of that is, is, is for people that are thinking about it. I mean, wouldn't you agree that finding that mission and, and what makes you tick is probably the most important part of that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I think, did you guys, and you probably didn't because you were just thrust into this, but did you ever kind of sit down and vision and think about the strategy and think about the things you really wanted to help? Or was it more of just like, nope, we got this this deal with my stepdad and, and now here it is. I mean, what was the process to really truly find what you wanted to help? That That's another great question because that first year when we didn't have any families that we were helping, it was kind of, it felt fake. It felt like we were raising money. We didn't really know what for yet. And then came little Maggie. Maggie was our first family. She was a two-year-old little girl. She had brain cancer or a brain tumor. I remember like it was yesterday. We're over at the hospital and we're spending time uh, with her mom who is pregnant as well. And just life is just crazy. And we were able to step in and, and really help that family financially. And I saw the relief in her mom's eyes that she could not have to worry about fighting like crazy to go to work every day, but yet she could spend time at the hospital, which was where she should be trying to help her two-year-old daughter fight this, you know, going through this crazy fight with cancer. And uh, to me, that's when it hit that, you know, this is a much bigger picture. This is something we can really do to help impact the community and help people that really need it. And from then on, uh, Kathy and I just, felt that connection, that love, and just, it, we, we crave that feeling of being able to, to help people. Yeah. I think when, when people come to our events, fortunately, I, I believe they have a wonderful time. Yeah. They come and they, they spend money and they, they, you know, really enjoy the night dancing and, and, uh, partaking in a few adult beverages and <laughs> just a great fun night. And then people say, hey, how I want to get involved. And then then when somebody steps in and becomes a board member and they actually get to go out and see the work and feel the work that we're doing, we're sitting down at kitchen tables with families that are going through tough times, as you guys do with folks that are fighting cancer, it, that's, the, that's when they fall really in love with the mission. Right. And they see that this is way bigger than just having an event and, and having, raising some money. Yeah, that's the life-changing part of that. Exactly. Yeah, you can't. You can't even ex explain the feeling until you do it. It's kind of like when you have your, your own children, right? Somebody's like, oh, it'll be the greatest thing ever. It's like, yeah, yeah, I get that. 
until you actually have your children. Like, oh my right. gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. It's kind Absolutely. of the same way in the charitable work. So you obviously mentioned your website. What's the website again? www.edwardsvilleneighborsinneed.org. So .org on that. And uh, so we'll send people your way. All right, Chad. Well, um, like I said earlier, man, I couldn't help but uh, think of a better person uh, than you to be involved in this part of the podcast to talk about community, talk about charity involvement, why it's important, how to get involved. And I think just for really any business, right? I mean, for any business to get involved and have a higher calling than just the business, I think is a really big deal. So thanks for all you do, man. And uh, on behalf of all of us at Visionary, we're proud to have you and the Visionary family. And uh, thanks for everything you do. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate that. And I always love talking about the charity. It's one of my biggest passions, and, I, and I'm fortunate that my wife and I have had the opportunity to do that. And just the relationships that it's developed in the Edwardsville community has been, been fantastic. Well, it's the talk of the town, man, and uh, you should be very proud. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Chad. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 